Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the uh, uh, More Team B2B Solutions Call for the month of June. We're actually uh, coming to you Monday, June the 5th, 2023. My name is Jimmy Parrish, and I'm uh, privileged to be able to host the call tonight in the absence of uh, Jeremy and Stephanie. Uh, their son Creed has a ball game right now, so I got on the call a few minutes ago. Stephanie was on long enough to make me the host, and uh, we're going to take it away. Uh, I'm going to share some, uh, basically, just some sales nuggets with you tonight. But before we do, uh, those of us that were on the first part of the call were thrilled to hear the news that John Capello, who's on the call, uh, opened his first group today ever with Legal Shield. And so I've asked him before I share a few things to tell us a little bit about the group and about Phil Trainer that he worked with and just how all this got going. So, John, congratulations. And the floor is yours, my friend. Look forward to having you share about that. <clears throat> No, no, I appreciate it. It was, um, I joined a small business networking group a couple of months back. And uh, it's one of those exclusive things where you can only have one of each trade in the, the networking group. Well, I joined, they never had anybody from Legal Shield there, which was nice because I'd attended several others in the area and they might have three or four different Legal Shield people in there. So I was just, okay, I'm not going to be a spare tire anywhere. <clears throat> So I was in a small group. Um, since I was new and I joined, they asked me to do a presentation. So it, it was kind of funny because everybody who did a presentation, they would hand out flyers and they would just kind of stand up there and talk and everything. I did a full, full blown 15 minute presentation. I had PowerPoint. I had it all going. I had my script memorized. Those people were so dazzled. They were just, what the heck are you doing? You know, this is because the people who had to come behind me. They weren't anywhere prepared like I was. Um, but out of that, I got three business plans. And I got uh, one of the um, uh, small business owners owns a, an AC shop. And he decided he wanted to have benefits for his employees. He's, I mean, he saw the benefit right away. Mm -hmm. he, he was so excited. He was, it was crazy. So this morning, with the help of Jane Lehman, my field trainer, we we did the presentation to them, and it looks like we'll get three. There's only five employees, but we'll get three out of the five. And uh, and he's buying a, a small business plan. I am so sorry. Um, but he's going to get a small business plan. He's going to get um, what was it? And, and the trial defense and the gun gun shield. So yeah, I mean it's it's a you know, and I even talked to a business solution or group up there at. at the home office, and they told me that was good enough for the bonus. Yeah. Yeah, I was getting ready to ask you uh, if you were going to have at least $150 in premium, and if you are, and apparently you are, because when you said three out of five, first of all, great on getting 60% of the employees, but I also know that, you know, if everybody didn't get, even if they got the 4190 plan and no other supplements, you're going to fall short. But which which uh, small business plan did you sell them, John? I showed the, uh, the pro, the 170. Yeah, that's what I've done a two of recently in a field training situation. So your total premium is what for this? Basically? On the low side, it's going to be two forty two, and on the high side, it'd be three thirty five. It's amazing what you can do. I know one of the ones I helped field train last week. Paperwork hadn't come in yet for that person, but we get we sold the one sixty nine pro, and then only two employees, and both of them bought the only the twenty one ninety five legal. 
But because mm-hmm. we had that the two people and because we had the small business plan, because it was her first uh, ever group, and because I was a certified field trainer, we hit the 150 in premium, actually hit right at $220 in premium. It's a $500 group opener bonus for her. So you're going to get that. Congratulations and uh, congratulations to Jane. Uh, that's wonderful news. And for those, I think Deanne may have popped on late, uh, but I wanted John Capello to share. He opened his first ever group today, uh, working with Jane Lehman, one of our field trainers in Texas. And congratulations to you and congratulations to Jane. That's great. Pr- right. Appreciate you sharing, John. And uh, hey, by the way, what type of business was it? I meant to ask you what vertical market. Uh, mechanical and AC. Mechanical and AC. So HVAC type company. That's wonderful. Yes. Well, great. Well, I, I want to take just a few minutes for those that have joined us tonight. Uh, if you got on late, uh, Jeremy and Stephanie are um, at the ballpark. Creed's playing a very important ball game tonight. And so I want to share my screen and talk a little bit just about some basic uh, t- uh, traits that make a good sh- uh, share person. Uh, can everybody see? Can y'all see my screen? John, can you see anything? Yes, yes. We can yeah, see. I see it. It's there. Yeah, okay, great. Girl, let me go ahead and start this then. And uh, uh, I want to make sure that uh, just want to, I know everybody that's on this call, although we don't talk a lot in Legal Shield and Legal Shield Business Solutions about sales, let's be honest, that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're selling memberships. And you want to, again, you know, recruit people, and that's great. And that's the majority of what the network marketing side of our business does. But I want to just go over some brief traits that make a good salesperson. Uh, you know, this may be something that uh, you you probably, many of you know in your sleep, but you know, it never hurts to just go over these again. And so I just want to talk about these, maybe give you a couple of examples, talk about a few things. Uh, you know, salespeople in general have gotten a bad rap over the years. I think most of us on this call would probably address that, whether you're thinking about, you know, cable the cable guy or car salesman or, you know, any other type of thing. But, you know, when, when I'm thinking about a service that I need, you know, there are a lot of times that I, you know, I'm not one of those, you know, my wife and I, if we go shopping, it's a, it's an all day deal for Sherry. She's got to try on everything, go in and do that. I am not that kind of salesperson. If I go to the store, I know what I'm going to get. I walk in, I buy it, I pay for it. I've already checked things out. And I leave. Maybe if I'm if I'm looking and I need some help with some things, I will seek someone out. Otherwise, I don't want somebody bothering me. I really don't. But when I've gone to get uh, jewelry for my wife, and I'm not an expert on jewelry, I need some help. So I will seek them out. And because I'm in sales, I don't mind saying, "Hey, I would like to. I would like for you to help me with this," uh, because you know, a, a good salesperson can be a godsend you know, because many times we're in over our head if we are the one making the purchase. And many people have said before, you know, all sales is, is, you know, basically helping someone understand something that they want, you know, and and finding, show them how to get it. And so I just want to give you a few traits to try to help it, make it simple to you. Uh, Because many times people don't contact us in sales, especially if you're doing the business the right way and you're going out and you're prospecting very rarely. And I can say this in my 24 years and almost one month of doing this, it's been rare that someone has sought me out and said, Hey, I understand you sell legal shield or you sell ID shield uh, without me marketing to that subgroup at some point in the past. But 
if, if that's the case, I almost want to fall over because most of the time I'm seeking them. So again, just a few traits that make a good salesperson. And then we'll talk about some of these. If you've got a question, save those. We'll have a little time at the end. But the first trait I want to share with you is strong communication skills. Strong communication skills. All of us on this call, and I know there are not many of us on here tonight, but I think you would agree that a good salesperson must be able to clearly and effectively communicate the benefits that we offer, the products that we represent through Legal Shield. We don't have a lot. The primary services are, you know, family legal plan, family ID shield. You've heard John give a great story tonight about how he incorporated the small business plan and that one of the people was interested in the gun owner plan or the trial defense hours. And all of those are extensions of our major stuff, but you've got to be able to communicate that. And if you are good at what you do, you have studied this long enough to know that it is something you've got to communicate in a way that they can understand it. It's like a definition of leadership I heard one time. Uh, you know, if you are, say you're a leader and you're walking or you're leading and nobody's following, then you're just taking a walk. Because if you are a true leader, people are following you. Well, if you are a good salesperson, you are communicating sales skills in a way that people understand it. They get it. If you're up in front of a room, like I was doing in the field training I did with the uh, first time group group opener, and she's already opened three groups. We're hoping to open four groups for her before the end of June. And if so, she will get the $5,000 group opener bonus. And she's already in tears about it because she just said, I need a win. Well, she's been able to watch me because over 24 years, I feel like I've crafted some good communication skills. But number two, we want to think about persuasion skills. Now, what does that mean? you got to be able in sales to help the customer pull the trigger. What does that mean? You've got to be able to ask for the sale and close the sale. In two and a half decades of being in this business and being involved in sales before then, I can tell you I've been around a lot of people in my 40 years or so as an adult, once I got out of college, almost 50 years now that I've been out of college and been involved with sales. And even with my background in ministry, people used to kid me about, say, well, you got a good background in sales there. You were selling the Lord or you were selling Jesus. Well, I didn't look at it that way, but persuasion skills. I mean, people that are good ministers are able to wait to motivate and move people. And I think that's one of the reasons that I have been successful, not because I'm trying to get people to do something that they don't want to do, but I have crafted through the years the ability to ask for the sale or to be able to close the sale. And one of the tips that I've tried to do and just group enrollments going around with paper applications and someone comes up to me, I'm looking over their paperwork. And if they've gotten both services, I'll say, that's great. Uh, Deanne, I see that you're getting both the legal and the ID show. Yeah, that's great. Now, if John had come up to me and he had said that, I said, this is good. This is good. If he had only bought the legal, I wouldn't say that out loud because people are wanting to know what other people are doing. And so if Deanne comes up and she's bought both and I say, yeah, I see you're getting both services. Great. That's the best coverage for you and your family. Then the people that are undecided, they're going to possibly say, okay, Deanne got that. I respect Deanne. She's a smart person. I'm going to do what she did. And, and they don't know what John did because I did not verbalize that. So again, strong communication skills, persuasion skills. We also need to have confidence. 
you've got to have confidence in yourself and you've got to have confidence in our services and the products that we're selling and what you're representing and the company you're representing. You've got to feel good about that. And if you don't, people will sense that, you know, I, I've told this story before, but it, it's helped me be successful from the standpoint of, you know, selling now almost 21,000 personal memberships in my 24 plus years. But I'm probably one of the few people in the history of Legal Shield that grew up playing ball with my provider law firm. So before I ever signed my associate agreement back in 1999, and I heard before then the Anderson Williams Farrell Law Firm or Charlie Anderson of the Anderson Law Firm was our provider attorney. His older brother and I went to school together, played ball together. His sister married one of my fraternity brothers at the University of Alabama. Charlie was the young kid, but we used to play together in the neighborhood. So I knew that these guys had done well. They had gone and done well in school. They were high character individuals. They ran a good operation. They had been, they had received awards in the Montgomery, Alabama sports, high school sports arena. And so I knew that they were good people and I could go out with confidence knowing that they were going to represent me and the services in a professional way. And I would not regret selling the services and representing at that time, prepaid legal services, Inc. Now legal shield. But what about the next trait? Next trait, positive attitude. I cannot stress enough being positive. You've got to be positive. You've got to maintain that attitude when things aren't going well. You know, I'm not a big person that deals with certain cartoons, but I think everybody on this call would know what an Eeyore is. Nobody wants to be around an Eeyore. Nobody wants to deal with someone like that. It's one thing to be a good salesperson, but you also need to be a good person. People need to see that you are a good person. And that positive attitude, when things start going tough and it doesn't go your way, how are you going to handle that? How are people going to perceive that? Five, adaptability. What do you mean by adaptability? Well, there are different types of groups. Some, as John mentioned, the one he opened today with the field trainer's assistance was more, you know, uh, manufacturing, more blue collar. And I opened some uh, recently that were white collar. I've opened some with no collar. But when you, I'm in that situation, whether I'm dressed up in a suit in an executive boardroom, whether I am out at a, at a, uh, on the grounds, whether I was opening a daycare recently where I had to get all of the people to come outside their rooms and go back and forth like this because they were lined up because the children were asleep. I had to be able to adapt to that. And when you do that, you say, I don't know if this is going to be successful or not. And 80% of the people signed up because it did not affect my message. I still you know, was able to be positive about it. I had confidence in my services. I was able to use these skills and you've got to be adaptable. You've got to be a chameleon, as I say to some people. And, you know, and I also think what's important is, you know, is being available to people. You know, you've got to be out in the community. You've got to be uh, able to be in different situations. If you're out of sight, you're out of mind when it comes to some of the people. Uh, John mentioned being in a, in, a, in a small group or a trade group. You know, many of us are involved in BNI or sales clubs, or uh, other types of sales organizations, chambers of commerce, civic clubs. I've read recently, and I've tried to incorporate that myself, is incorporating the rule of seven. And what does that mean? That means making seven touches over 18 months with a particular prospect or an existing client, whether it's a gift I send them, 
athletic ticket, a, a ticket to an athletic event, uh, stopping by just to say hi, uh, sending them a um, $25 uh, Amazon gift card or just something to let them know I'm thinking about them. One of the mugs from Legal Shield. It's being adaptable. It's also remembering you don't want to be out. If you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And and again, you try to want to try to be be around. Don't be a pest, but let them know that you're in the in the neighborhood. Number six, product knowledge. Now, obviously, if you're going to have strong communication skills to to communicate our products, you've got to know this. And I say that because uh, it's very important to continue your education. There are many people on the call tonight. You're, you're, you know, you some of you teach this, like Deanne. I know she's one of the teachers here. But it's never too late to go back and learn. And this month, we have free fundamentals training, which is level one, free employee benefit certification, level two. If you're on the call at eight o'clock tonight, I'm going to be sharing some solutions updates, which will include the dates of these trainings. They're free. You need to be on them. You need to have your team members on there. I can't say how long these free trainings are going to last, but they're available right now. And it's very important for you to take advantage of that. So in addition to these, let's go to number seven, strong work ethic. A good salesperson must have a strong work ethic. You got to put in the time. You've got to put in the effort that you need to be successful. You know, my parents told me, you know, nothing comes easy. If, and if you put in minimal effort, you're going to get minimum results. And, and I want to, I want to stress very strong to many of you tonight. I see many of you on the calls every week. Some of you are very faithful on the calls, but it's like I used to say to people when I was in church, there were people that I used to call professional churchians. What does that mean? Well, they mean they were at church every time the door opened, you know, they were sitting in the pews. They were there in the church. They were doing all the things, but the purpose of the church in my mind as a former pastor is to do two things, create more and better members. In my denomination, that's Christians, to create more and better Christians. So when people just showed up at church and they weren't bringing new prospects to the church or they weren't trying to grow in discipleship areas, they were just churchians. They weren't necessarily Christians in my mind. And I see people every week on the more team calls. They're professional Zoom attenders. They're professional, let's just go on Tuesday morning, blitz attenders. They get on the blitz. They make the calls. They may not get any decision-maker appointments, or they do get a decision-maker appointment, but it doesn't translate into new groups opened. So there's some people that are full-time in legal shield only because they don't have a job, which means they're no time. So I don't want that to be you, but if you know people like that, make sure that there's a strong work ethic. I'm going to get praised re and, and, uh, soon when this person that I've helped open these three groups opens her fourth group, and she's going to be on the leaderboard with all of the sales professionals, the seasoned veterans, the ring earners, and this person will be getting a $5,000 bonus, and I helped her get that. Now, that's great for me, but you know what? This lady has a strong work ethic. She's not afraid at all to blow up the phones, call on people, walk into businesses, make 50 calls a day. That's why she's getting the $5,000 bonus. That's why she got the $500 new group opener bonus. And let me tell you this, she didn't get into Legal Shield till 2000. I mean, she got into Legal Shield 2011. She's been here 12 years, but she's just now opened her first group in May of 2023. So strong work ethic. Don't let that go to waste. Time management skills. You've got to have good time management skills. Don't don't be so focused too on too much training 
that you cannot prioritize the task to maximize the sales. We remember the old uh, toy chain, toys are us. Well, think about deadlines are us. We have critical deadlines in sales. And if you don't manage them effectively, it could be catastrophic to your Legal Shield Solutions business. Number nine, listening skills. If you're a good salesperson, you've got to be a good listener. I mean, if you don't believe that, uh, you haven't been married in a long time because all of us on this call that have a spouse know when to talk and you've got to know when to listen. And you've got to know that when you're listening, you're not just nodding your head, but you're putting into practice what your spouse, or in this case, what your prospect or your client is telling you. You need to understand the needs and the wants of your potential customers. And this is very critical. Do not overlook this because it's very important for salespeople to remember the purpose of you being in their office or being there is not to do all the talking. People used to tell me, well, Jimmy, you will do well in sales because you have the gift of gab. That's not necessarily true. Some people look at that being the standpoint of the person who stops talking loses. That's not true. You've got to be in a situation where you're listening because that leads us to the 10th and final trait that I want to share with you. And that is problem solving, problem solving skills. If you're a good salesperson, you've got to be able to identify and solve problems. I miss Ken Moore every day. And one of the things he used to tell us all the times are those of us that are successful in this business are good problem solvers. We're going to have problems. I had, I don't have many brokers, but I had a broker today and she reached out to me and said, I need your help. We're having problems with a big CPA account and the EDI files are not working and they're canceling some people. Well, this is not something that I have a lot of skill set in, but I can promise you I tackled it today. I'll be tackling it again tomorrow because problems exist. And the last thing I want to do is say, well, you know, I'm sorry, Beth. Her name was Beth. I can't help you. Yes, I'm going to help her. I'm going to put her in touch with the people in ADA and in our EDI files division to get this problem solved because Beth came to me. She knows I'm going to help her. She knows that I'm a little challenged when it comes to that type of thing because the vast majority of my groups, 95 to 98% of them, it's just simple, basic, no EDI files, no electronic, anything. It's the old way that we taught group school for years and years. And that's how I've built my business. And so I want to stress upon you the very, the very important part of being good at what you do, but realizing there's a lot of things we can identify in being good in our positions of sales. And as a result of that, you too can go out and you can make an impression on people by doing these very things. So I'm going to stop my screen share now, uh, see who all is joining us, see my, if anybody has a question or two in the five or six minutes that we have remaining. I know a few people got on a little late. Uh, if you weren't on when John Capello shared earlier, he opened his very first group ever with Legal Shield today with the, with the use of a field trainer in the state of Texas. And again, I want to congratulate him on that. But uh, normally we don't have times for Q&A, but if anybody has a question about anything, feel free to raise your hand. I'll be glad to identify you. And if there are not any questions and we're not going to belabor this call any longer, uh, it will be, it was recorded. And it'll be available on the more success team site. If you've got some people in your organization or on your team that you would like to listen to some of these traits of good salespeople, anybody have any question? Well, I see none. And again, I want to uh, respect the rest of the hour that you have before we come back again tonight, top of the hour. Uh, there are going to be some additional 
instructions for how, just like tonight, you've heard here how to grow the solution side of your business for yourself personally or for those members of your team that focus in the solution space. Well, tonight, Jeremy will be leading and they'll be having some great tips on the networking side of our business. So I appreciate each one of you that have been here tonight. Uh, Deanne, especially appreciate you. I know you've been out of town this week and glad that you are able to get back into the land of the living and uh, hope it was a great time of getaway for your mastermind group. Uh, thanks to everyone for being on tonight. We'll look forward to seeing you at the top of the hour for our regular Monday night weekly more success team call. Take care, everyone. And congratulations again, John.